Over the last few podcasts, we've been talking about seed time and harvest. We talked about our words and our attitudes, our seeds. In fact, everything you and I possess is a seed that will produce a harvest if we do not uproot that seed. Now, this can be good and it can be bad depending on the type of seeds we're planting. You know, if you're going to see a harvest of the blessings of God in our lives, we have to not only possess the seed, the right kinds of seeds, but we also got to plant them. We can't hold them back. In Luke chapter 5, verse 11 through, verses 1 through 11, one day Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. Great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge, for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. When he finished speaking, he said to Simon, Now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Master, Simon replied, we worked hard all night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let the nets down again. And this time their nets were so full of fish they began to tear. A shout for help brought them, brought their partners into the boats and soon other boats were filled with fish on the verge of sinking. Now let's look at this. Remember, sea time and harvest. Simon Peter's boat was a seed, and because he gave it up for a short period of time, he saw a great harvest of fish in return, plus he got his boat back. You see, our actions are a seed for our future. How you act, how you behave, how you give is a reflection of your future. Simon Peter gave up something as a seed, which was his boat, and in return, God blessed him, or Jesus blessed him, with even more than he could really ask or think. It kind of reminds me of a story I was reading in this book. It's called The Book of Mysteries, and I encourage you to get it. It's by Jonathan Kahn. And I want to read just a a couple pages from this. It says, We walked for some time until we came to a pool, of water hidden at the foot of a desert mountain. Now, let me set this up. This is a um, teacher teaching a student. We sat down at, we sat down by the edge. Smile, said the teacher. So I did. No, he said, smile into the waters. Lean over the waters and smile. So I did. Now make a face of anger. So I did. Now open your hand and stretch it over the waters as if giving a gift. So I did. Now do the opposite. Well, what's the opposite? Stretch your hand to the waters and close it and draw it as if taking something away. I'm not seeing the point of this. Oh, but there is a point, he said. And the point is critical for you to learn. When you smiled at the waters, there was a man smiling back at you. Yes, my reflection. And when you glared at it, the face of an angry man glared back at you. And when you stretch your hand out to the waters to give to it, the hand in the water stretched back to give to you. And when you reach toward the waters to take it back, the hand reached back as if to take from you. This is the law of reflection. As you do, 
so will be done to you. If you bless others, you will be blessed. If you withhold your blessings, your blessings will be withheld from you. If you live by taking, it will, in the end, be taken from you. If you live a life of giving, it will, in the end, be given to you. Condemn others, and you will be condemned. Forgive others, and you will be forgiven. Live with a closed hand, and his hand will be closed to you. Live with an open hand, and his hand will be open to you. What you give will be given back. What you take will be taken back. Therefore, live a life of love, of giving, of blessing, of compassion, of an open hand and heart. Whatever you do, remember what you saw here. Live your life in the view of the face of the waters. Now, the whole point of that is really, well, it's pretty straightforward, is how are we giving? Do we like what we see in our lives? Our actions are a reflection of the seeds that we're sowing. You can better say it like this. Your actions are seeds for a harvest for your future. You know, God never asks us to give up something that he doesn't have something better in return. But oftentimes we withhold the blessings that God has, you know, that God has given us. We are reluctant to give like we should. Imagine if Simon Peter you know, withheld his boat and told Jesus, no, no, you use another one. Well, that other fisherman would have gotten blessed. Maybe we don't like the outcome and things that we have going on in our lives. Well, we need to check the seeds of our actions. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 through 10, it says, Don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from the sinful nature. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At the just time, you will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of faith. When was the last time God told you to do something and you kind of held back? I remember one particular time I was driving down the road and that particular morning I checked my wallet and I seen that I had uh, 50 extra dollars that I had actually forgot was in my wallet and really didn't know why I really paid attention. In fact, I'm not even sure why I checked my wallet that morning. But anyway, as I was driving... I got to a stoplight and I leaned over and I seen a lady at a bus stop with a little boy. And God told me that $50 in your wallet, you need to give to her. You see, now I know why that I saw that $50 in my wallet. In fact, God was telling me to check it. And honestly, when the light turned green, I just turned the corner and kept driving. And I was driving. I knew the Holy Spirit told me this. That's okay. You withhold your seed. I will withhold my blessing. Boy, man, I turned around in the parking lot and whipped around really, really fast and drove up to that bus stop. And I went up to that lady and 
I said, God wanted me to give you this. And I handed her the $50. And I jumped back in my car. Didn't really give her very much time to respond. Jumped back in my car and drove off. And I was thinking about that. And I was like, okay, all right, God. Then I I was obedient to you. I was a little nervous about it because I've never done anything like that before. And shortly after that, God opened the door for the few business accounts that I had been working on to come through for uh, a side business that I have. And that right there, God brought to my remembrance, listen, had you not been obedient, then I would have had to withhold my blessing from you. Why? Because if we let go of what's in our hand, God will let go of what's in his hand. You know, if I would have let go of that, if I would have held on to that seed, then God could, couldn't have let go of what's in his hand, which was the blessing that he had for us. Now, those business accounts, you know, were about 100 times that $50 that I had sown. You see, here's the thing. God wants to bless us. But we've got to understand, sometimes we don't receive God's blessings because we're not letting our actions, our seeds, line up so we can receive his blessings. Proverbs chapter 11, verse number 30 says this. It says, The seeds of good deeds become a tree of life. A wise person wins friends. Now, the first part of that, the seeds of good deeds become a tree of life. Oftentimes, we withhold those things because we think, well, no, I need this. I I really need this. A few years ago when um, Bonnie and I first got married, I had this pickup truck, and it was a truck that I had restored in our Really like this pickup truck, but I knew it was time to sell it and move on. And I put it up for sale. Now, before I was ready to sell it, I had people approaching me all the time, giving me cash offers. Hey, I'll give you, you know, several thousand dollars for this. And I was like, no, 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 no. But when it came time and I was ready to emotionally let it go and I put it up for sale, I could not get any bites on it. I mean, nobody would, you know, would take a bite to to sell it. I mean, it was the right price. In fact, it was way under price and I just could not sell it. And I remember one day I was working back with the kids and, and King's kids and I, out of the blue, I felt God dropping my spirit. You can't sell that truck because you were never meant to sell the truck. And I was like, what in the world? Okay, what do you mean by that, Lord? And he says, I'm telling you to give it away. And I was like, okay. All right, Lord, who do I give it to? And God dropped somebody in my heart to give it to. And I went and I had the car washed and I detailed it and I presented the keys to them, no strings attached. And it was, a, you know, something private. I didn't make a big spectacle about it. And I said, God told me to give this to you. And of course, it was a huge, huge blessing. Let's look at this. Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Give and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full. Press down Shaken together to make room for more, running over and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. Now, it was a huge blessing that I gave the truck to that guy. But what I didn't know was God had something in store for me. A few years later, I had a Suburban given to me. You know, it, was, it wasn't broke down or anything like that. It was a Suburban running great. It was doing good. That was given to us at the right time. Then a couple of more years later, at the right time, I had another truck given to me. You see, I planted a seed of one and got two in return. 
God says, give and you will receive. You see, our actions have got to line up. When God's telling us to do something, if we aren't obedient with our actions, we're withholding our seed and he can't bless us. You know, there's a, I have this hobby. I really like, I enjoy shooting guns and um, I, it's a lot of fun to me. And one day um, I had this gun and God told me, you know, you need to give this away. So I turn around and I gave it away and didn't think nothing of it. And then, you know, got a couple more guns in return. And, you know, a few years go down the road and God told me, hey, you know, this gun, you need to give it to this particular person. So I gave it to this particular person. Long story short, I have given away probably about 10 to 15 different guns. And God has ultimately blessed me with more. It's almost like a running joke. You know, it's like how many shoes you have in your closet is basically how many guns I have, right? You see, that's because of God. Me being obedient, God saying, listen, even being obedient with something like your hobby, something kind of silly, maybe to other people, if you're obedient with that, I'm going to bless you with more. It's a law that can't be broken. It's seed time and harvest. Let go of what's in your hand. And I love you so much, even in your hobbies, I'll let go of what's in my hand for you to give you something that you can, that you never even dreamed of. And God does that for us all the time. God will never ask you to sow anything that he doesn't already have a harvest in return for your obedience. God already had the harvest of those vehicles at the right time for me. God already had the harvest of, you know, those guns that I was believing for at the right time. And God already had the harvest for the business, you know, those businesses that we needed. You see, God opens the door every single time with our obedience, with our obedience, with our actions. You know, this goes all the way down to the little things. I mean, even going to to restaurants and giving tips, you know, this is a big deal to me because, I, you know, I see a lot of people, a lot of Christian people are very stingy when it comes to, you know, being obedient when it comes to giving tips. And that shouldn't be the same. As Christians, we should not be that way. We should be the biggest givers that there is because we're a reflection of God. And we don't want to be the bad kind or the wrong kind of reflection to put people's bad taste in their mouth. There's so many times I've seen that, you know, in fact, there's you can even Google it. There's people on uh, a line that have put waiters and waitresses, you know, people coming in on Sundays after church and stuff like that. Instead of leaving a tip, they'll write a scripture for a tip. You know, well, that scripture right there isn't paying the bills, you know, and those kinds of things, you know, if you want to write a scripture and then leave a ginormous tip, I think the waiter waitress is going to listen a lot more to that because we're a reflection of God. You know, the person might not deserve um, that tip or a big tip, but God never told us to sow seeds because people deserved it. He wants us just to be obedient to sow the seeds into, he, into who he tells us to sow them in. You know, when we're obedient in the seeds of our actions, it opens the door for the harvest of His blessings in our life. Let's look at this. Every single miracle in the Bible starts with the seed, okay? It's the natural and the supernatural. Peter and his boat, Peter did the natural thing and his boat was a seed. And Jesus did the supernatural thing and blessed him, okay, with more fish, right? 
you know, the water into wine. The servants had to sow the seeds of doing the, the natural thing by filling the pots up with water. And Jesus did the supernatural thing. And he turned the water into wine. The woman with the issue of blood had to do the, the natural thing, the sow the seed of being obedient to reaching out and touching the hem of his garment. And God did the supernatural thing. Her harvest was her blessing of healing. You know, Elijah and the the woman um, with the little cake, Elijah told her, listen, bake me the little cake first, right? And so she was obedient in sowing the seed of baking the little cake. And in return, God did the supernatural thing and brought a harvest of great blessing where that, you know, that flour and the oil, none of it ever ran out. In fact, she had enough to sell and to bless her and her son. You know, Naaman the leopard, you know, his seed was being obedient, doing the natural thing of dipping into the Jordan River seven times. And God did the supernatural thing and God blessed him. God will never tell us to do something that we can't do. Our seeds our, our action seeds are something simple. Sometimes it may be a little difficult to let go, but it's not something that it takes a rocket scientist to do. It's something that we can do. And then God turned around and does the supernatural thing. Now, let's look at this. Every single one of these things that I talked about right here, if you look at all of these miracles, these miracles could not have happened without the seed, right? You let go of what's in your hand, God will let go of what's in his hand. There's another truth into looking into all these miracles. In every single one of these cases that I just mentioned, up until this time, none of these people were followers of Jesus. It wasn't until after the miracle that they started to follow him. Now, why is that important? Because it tells me no matter where you are in your spiritual walk, whether you're saved, whether you're not saved, whether you just started... Serving God, the principles work the same. So the kind of seeds you're sowing with your actions, are you opening doors for people? You know, even something as simple as that. Are you opening doors for somebody? That's a seed. That's an action. You see, these principles work no matter where you are in your spiritual walk. Okay? That's why we see people that are, you know, that don't serve God oftentimes that are blessed and they're givers. Because the principle works. God's principles are true. It works that much more for Christians, and we should be able to embrace it and recognize it for what it is right away. God will always bless us when we're obedient with our seeds. And in this case, our seeds with our actions. Okay? Matthew chapter 10, verse 42. Every single, um, every single next-gen worker should have this one memorized because it's a great time to shout. This is what it says, Matthew 10, 42. And it says, If... You give even a cup of cold water to one of the least of my followers, talking about children, you will surely be rewarded. Okay? In fact, it says you're going to receive a prophet's reward. Okay? If you want God's blessings, just even giving a cup of cold water, that's a seed. That's a natural thing. That's an action. God will bless us even more. Now, when it comes to ministering boys and girls, don't ever let this feeling. And I've been doing this, you know, for a couple of decades now when it comes to ministering to boys and girls. Don't ever get weary in doing well. Don't get tired of this saying, I'm just babysitting or these kids are crazy and things are, you know, they're just misbehaving and it's not making a difference. I wish I was up there listening to pastor and getting fed and all that. Listen, 
Don't ever think that you're missing out what's happening in quote unquote big church, okay? Because God sees ministering to boys and girls as a seed. And if we maintain a good attitude, that's key. If we maintain a good attitude with our actions, we're going to see a huge harvest. I'm convinced the blessings that I have had in my life and the blessings that my kids receive is because of being obedient in serving even just a cup of cold water or a juice box or a juice pouch to boys and girls. God has blessed me. God sees it. I do the natural. He does the supernatural. So we need to live our lives. Lord, today, show me who I'm supposed to give to. Show me who I am to bless. Show me the natural thing so I can receive your supernatural blessing. Don't wake up and think, you know what? I I got this problem. I got this problem. You know, how am I going to fix this? How am I going to do with this? I got to take care of this today. Listen, that's what we do most of the time. But that's not how we're supposed to live our lives as Christians. We're supposed to live our lives and say, how and who can I sow seed into today? Jesus, help me with my words, help me with my attitude, and help me with my actions. Show me who I can bless today, who I can be a blessing to today. And in return, Lord, I know you'll take care of the things that concern me. You'll also give me the desires of my heart, and I will receive your harvest because I'm being obedient in sowing the seeds. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for this privilege, as always, to be able to spend time and to honor you, Lord. And we thank you for this law of seed time and harvest, this law of reflection, Lord. As we let go of what's in our hand, you're going to let go of what's in your hand. Show us who we need to bless today, and we're going to do it with a great attitude. We're not going to withhold our seed. We're not going to uproot our seed. We're going to plant it, and we're going to water it. We thank you so much for the privilege and honor of serving you. In Jesus' name, amen.